Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Okay, so Jordan? Yes. Are you? Do you know the website reddit.com? I do. What a... What a fun website. I'm just going to go ahead and think about some of my favorite Reddit posts. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. I just, Wait, I, no, he didn't. <laughs> That's me reacting to a Reddit post. He is post. the asshole. He is the asshole. Yeah, so I have I have a Reddit post here that I wanted your insight into because oh, sure. I couldn't Absolutely. quite. This was, I subscribed to both, there's a podcasts Reddit and a podcasting Reddit. I subscribe okay. to both of them. They get a little mixed up is, to which uh, is which. Is there a difference? Are there different kinds of content on I each of them? I think the podcasts Reddit is a Reddit where you go most, not exclusively, but mostly to either say why you still listen to or no longer listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Okay. Um, in this case, it doesn't have anything to do with uh, Joe Rogan. Now, what are some reasons people would stop listening to Joe Rogan, like allergic to truth? Yeah, I think that's probably the main one. Truth gives me a rash. They wish they they had to pay more taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of thing. Okay, so this was from the podcasts Reddit. Doesn't have anything to do with Rogan. Okay, this is pod. Uh, now this is podcasts, not podcasting. Yeah, so this is okay. mostly, I mean, I guess theoretically one of them is for people who podcast, one of them is for people who listen to podcasts, but sure. it's it's a jumbled mess. It's sure, a, yeah. <laughs> you know, mods, clean it up, okay? Yeah. Rockers, okay. you're doing great. <laughs> mods, Joe Rogan is OP, nerf Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, so uh, the subject line of this was deviation from normality. Okay. Now, needless to say, that showed up in my Reddit app. I, I tapped on that real quick. This is what it says here. It's from Recent Matter 3790. Mm-hmm. It's the name of the user. Since I notice that podcasts are all about people sitting down to talk about something, are there any podcasts that are experimental or experiment with the concept of podcasts and try something new? Like, instead of the usual format of talking into a microphone, it'll be something that isn't podcast anymore, but falls under the podcast category? <laughs> I think, I think my first, my, my first instinct was this user is looking for audio of people pissing. Right. No, there's no question about that, but that's 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 our <laughs> slash kind of pissing podcast. Sure, yeah, that's a different subreddit. Mm-hmm. So, I and mean, a third subreddit is r slash pissing podcasting. Right? <laughs> is it, what sort of responses did this get? I mean, you know, mostly people suggesting audio fiction, but okay. What I'm thinking is this might be kind of inspirational for us. Yeah. Because um, how long I've, have we yeah, how long been, have we been podcasting, Jordan? Gosh, forever. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's it's time to shake stuff up. I mean, if a lot of the time we're sitting down to talk about something. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, for example, we're sitting down to talk about something. God, you're so, so right. Oh, God, you're so right. So what I'm wondering is, what if we were experimental or we experiment with the concept of podcast and try something new? 
Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe instead of the usual format of talking into a microphone, right? You know, these like guys, a, these guys right here, the, you're hearing those little tappies on. Maybe we could try do something that isn't podcast anymore, but falls under the podcast category. <laughs> okay, like karate. Would that be? Yeah, sure. So you would just get the audio of like us, you know, grunting and like boards breaking. No, I was thinking of just doing karate. Uh huh. And then what would the, I wouldn't. I don't think the audio would be very interesting of that. Sure. Um, it would be amazing to see me do really cool karate moves. Right. And then, but you call it a podcast. How does this? How does this? fit under what the user well i mean it isn't podcast anymore once you stop recording it isn't podcast anymore Mm -hmm. but still falls under the category of podcasting i'm thinking it still falls under the podcast category yeah right because what's podcasting that's uh entertainment uh fitness Mm -hmm. combat yeah i guess i guess so 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 you wouldn't record it at all you would just do karate yeah but i'd be really good at it okay so yeah, that's what I mean, I'm thinking. So back all different styles of kicks, not just one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, high and low punches. Okay, so maybe like um, instead of, and then I'm just brainstorming because this karate thing sounds like it's going to work out great for you. Yeah, I would have a signature attack as well. Maybe I'll like finally start severance. That would be really cool. Because like it's people like a are dystopian. Like every, I know. It's a little like old right now, so people aren't that. really talking about it. But let me now, Jordan. So then well, I could go to my friends and say, like, "Oh, hey, you know how you recommended Severance to me? I finally sat down and watched it, and it was really good." Can I ask you this, Jordan? Yeah, our producer Matt is here. Mm-hmm. Matt Lieb, can I ask yeah, you a quick great. question? Yeah, yeah. What's up? So, Matt, you're a podcast producer, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So like I, uh, I put it together and stuff. Obviously, Jordan watching Severance. Yeah. That isn't podcast anymore. Uh, just watching it? You mean just him sitting down watching it and not recording himself a, watching it and talking a about lot it? Of, yeah, a lot of people have recommended it to him. Well, you should definitely watch it. Um, yeah, you liked it? It's great. I mean, you know, they're cool. like, uh, I don't, I'm not, so I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. right. but I've read people who like it. Right. Oh, okay. Adam right. Scott. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure. got Adam Scott good, in good it. and everything. It's but that's great. that is not that's not podcasting. Are you He's looking the movie for ideas? Torque. So yeah, here's my question, Matt. If okay. you if you recapped episodes of Severance, is that different enough from okay? Podcast? So Who ben, the hell? ben Harrison. So that's our friend Ben Harrison from Greatest Generation and Greatest Trek. He's the guest on the program. He's oh, a podcaster. Right. Now, Matt, just so you know, because you guys haven't met each other uh, in the past. Ben is a podcaster, but he lacks the courage of his convictions. This is a guy. Mm. who's just sitting down to talk about something. Right. Um, this guy is not experimental. He doesn't experiment with the concept of podcasts, yeah. much less do something that isn't podcast anymore. So you're saying recapping an episode of a television show isn't experimental? Because I think it's pretty, I mean, that's I mean, pretty weird, yeah, see, right? What I'm suggesting, Ben, uh-huh. is I wouldn't, you know, sit down with a friend and talk about severance and then go off on some pretty random tangents. Huh. Um, I wouldn't be doing that. I would just be, wouldn't be doing that. taking the time I would normally use for something like this and using it to finally watch severance. That doesn't and sound possible. So if I could also emphasize something, 
Just mm. for for your benefit, Ben, for your benefit, Matt, obviously, I think we're pretty clear on this, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have a signature attack. Uh-huh. So it would be it, called like the it... Jesse's, the, the, the bald hook or something like that, you know? Would it happen while he's watching Severance or is this not connected? Oh, no, he's kicking my things. ass while I watch Severance. <laughs> <laughs> now this, now this falls under podcast category, I think. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you say? Is it just like a format thing? Like if you go over to the podcast tab or whatever it is on Spotify, if then a book was there, yeah. is that is that kind of what this person is getting after? Is it is is it like is that's it playing a, with it in that idea. in that way, or is it is it literally just like you you click that tab and then it Jesse calls you doing karate? I would love it if I tapped on Overcast and my mm. iOS here. And instead of loading up a list of podcasts I subscribe to, what if there was just a top-level category podcasts, mm. and then it called my mom in, in Richmond, California, and you're exactly. in a new house. How's it going that's, there? A so, phone call is, okay? is a podcast, but for one yeah, person. Yeah, you got a point. Wow, yeah, you're right. What is it for the other person? I think it's just a nice uh, thing that happened. Yeah. Nice, a nice, nice, a nice uh, yeah, excuse a to son. chat to chat with your son. A nice excuse yeah. to catch up with a son. I think a phone call technically has more listeners than most podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, can if I your pitch, mom is nice enough, can I pitch something to you, Matt? Just since you're given the green lights and red lights here. Yeah. What if I call Sharon, Jordan's mom? Oh, she would love to hear from you. Would you talk about Severance? You probably talk about how things are going with Brad. <laughs> mom's husband. With Brad. I mean, I could answer it for you right here. Mm. Great. <laughs> All right. He's a great guy. He's a really nice man. <laughs> In my experience, certainly. Yeah. I hope I hope Mrs. Morris has the same experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think we've cracked um, this one. Yeah. I mean I mean I think this is a good uh a good time to be talking about this, exploring the genre, exploring you know, the limitations of what it is we do. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, welcome to the show, by the way. I don't know if we've officially welcomed Thanks. you. Thanks. I kind of barged in. Um, no, no, no. You can barge. Yeah, you're, a, I, you're a friend. I think I was just kind of like feeling a little bit strange that Jesse brought your producer in before he brought me in. And, <laughs> Dude, you're you know, a bro. Bros I'm taking, can barge. I'm taking time out of my day, you know. No, it's fine. Um, I yeah, think we've I, gotten what we need from Ben, right? Okay, so uh, so just, long. Yeah, that's yeah. a wrap on Ben, everybody. <laughs> Series wrap on Ben. <laughs> All right, stop recording and uh, just uh, we transfer me your audio real quick. Okay. Uh, is it alright <laughs> if I use Dropbox? Jesse's gonna be <laughs> working the heavy bag. I'm gonna finally <laughs> catch up on some prestige TV I've been meaning to get to. Hey, uh, let me know what you thought of Severance. I promise I won't record our phone call. Please don't. (laughs) And if we go off on any random tangents, don't record that either. We would never. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is a good time to be talking about, you know, the art form, the medium, limitations thereof. Jesse has been inducted into the Podcasting Hall of Fame. This is not a bit. Sounds like it's a bit. But it's not. It's a real thing that exists, and Jesse is really in it. I think the the question of whether it exists could be answered in a variety of ways. Mm. Mm. It is a mm-hmm. real thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know 
where they're going to put my plaque. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I don't know if they have the budget for a storefront. Like, there isn't an actual hall in the... Yeah. I think yeah. it's a metaphorical... <laughs> it's a series of... I think I get a lifetime free banquets at the podcasting conference. Well, where like, does the where's the banquet held? The banquet was held in Orlando, Florida. Uh-huh. And it was held the night before my Judge John Hodgman show in San Francisco. And so for that reason, I did not attend the banquet, despite the fact that it was hosted by perhaps the greatest star in the history of podcasting, Dr. Drew. (laughs) (laughs) You could have seen Dr. Drew IRL and you're not canceling that Hodgman show? I know. He's Where a real looker, too. Where are your priorities, too. dude? He's a real looker, too. I, that guy on stage in Florida, you you really have to triple check that that's not a right-wing political rally that you're going to, right? <laughs> no, really, you're really getting into dicey territory. <laughs> Jesse, have you confirmed that the banquet in question is not just a Coors? So, <laughs> <laughs> not a Bud Light, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Dr. Drew wouldn't be caught dead in the same he room. He would never. He would never. Yeah, what was the menu like? Did you at least get to peruse the menu before I didn't you made get, your man, choice? I really tried to think of how I could talk myself into a an overnight or perhaps not even overnight cuz like literally what I might have had to do it was an afternoon Judge John Hodgman show in San Francisco. So, mm-hmm. I might have literally had to have like flown out the night of the banquet, like gone to the banquet and then taken a midnight flight to San Francisco or something. I thought I thought seriously My about Gladys it. Song. <laughs> I found out that Grammar Girl was not going to be there, and I said, no. "I don't need to." You know, if Mignon Fogarty is not going to be there, I'm out. You're out. You know, I'm, was she, was she also inducted this year? She was she was already inducted. I didn't know this thing had been. I I maybe thought for a second this was like the inaugural year. You would think since I just got elected, but no. Apparently, it's, they've been electing other people for literal years now. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm finally. Marin I'm glad in, they finally corrected their oversight. Marin went in last year, and I looked. I said, "Well, Marin has an actual. Unlike me, Marin has an actual career." He can't have shown up at the Podcasting Hall of Fame, right? He did, but you know why? Because last year it was in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a traveling event. I think it travels with a podcasting conference. I think one of the big podcasting conferences is where they have the banquet. Okay. I tried to look into if I... they Because what they said to me was... This is what they said. They said, you can come to the banquet for free... Um, and you can bring someone for free. And I said, well, I I don't think I can come. Um, And they said, well, would you like to send someone in your place? And I said, I don't think I know anyone in Orlando. (laughs) I would have flown out. Thank you, Matt. I would have loved to go out. You should have sent me out there. Matt, you've got a baby to take care of, Matt. You can't just fly to Orlando. I am selfless enough to know when my friend (laughs) needs someone to go to Orlando for him. Ben, how come you won't go to Orlando for me? (laughs) I've gone to Florida for you many times, Jesse, and uh, I think the third time I was like, all right, I I think I have earned this 
friendship slash semi-obligation to show up on Jordan Jesse Go when somebody else cancels. <laughs> Aw, semi? That's so sweet. <laughs> Aww, okay, let's so listen this... to this guy, semi, you old sweet It's talker. a full obligation for me. They said to me, they said to me, you can bring someone else, send someone else in your place. I said, yeah. I don't know that I know. Like, I, I listed a few people who I know who, like, go to podcasting conferences. I was like, is Roman Mars going to be there? And they're like, no, there's no Roman Mars. I'm like, is Helen Zaltzman going to be there? And they said, um, well, who would you like to induct you in? And they said, the guy who makes the podcast lore is going to be there. He can do it. Oh. And I said, well, that's a, I'm, I'm, this is not a podcast I listen to, but he's got a good reputation. I bet that's a good guy. It sounds fine to me, but I don't know him personally. And then they said, well, for some reason that would be, fell off the table. So I presume that they offered it to him and he declined. <laughs> so then I said, I made a list. Grammar Girl was on it. I was like, here's some people that could be there who I would, who I know, you know, of all the Roman Marses and stuff. And they said, well, they're not going to be there. And I said, well, then you can really decide. It's your judgment's going to be better than mine. If it's not somebody that's like my buddy, I think you probably know who's going to be there best. And the guy I was emailing with said, well, I'll do it. And I said, great. If that, if that makes sense to you, that makes sense to me. Um, go for it. And uh, he emailed me back. Uh, can you send me some information about your career? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just riff. <laughs> um, just sent him Marin's bio. I would have gone for you, Jesse, if mm -hmm. you were being inducted next year when Universal opens up its uh, Dark Universe theme park in Orlando, because <laughs> I'm really excited to visit the Dark Universe. Wait, is this a Frankenstein yeah. Wolfman mummy theme yeah, park? Yeah, it's a whole theme park based with, um, it's a monster-based theme park. And they're using the name of their aborted shared universe that was supposed to start with Tom Cruise's The Mummy. And The Mummy was so unsuccessful that they just scrapped the whole thing. But then they took the name Dark Universe and just grafted it onto a theme park. And it's probably going to fucking rule. There's some guy working at that company that was like, oh, we got to scrap it. But I just love that name. It's too I good. Wanna, <laughs> I want to use it on something. <laughs> Cruise is looking for a summer job, they said. <laughs> you think Cruz is <laughs> slinging churros at the dark universe? Yeah, I think that's exactly what's happening. He's battering something. Right. Dropping mm. it in the deep fryer. Sure. Anyway, I did get elected to the Podcasting Hall of Fame. I'm. It was very neat that I did. They took my address to send me the prize. We'll find out what it looks like when it gets here. Um, or it might just be a fishing thing. <laughs> yeah why do they need your routing number <laughs> uh i'm just kind of curious um i don't know if this is something you like submit to be in but if it was which episode of this show did you send the one where we wondered what wario's cum tastes like or the one where i talked about what it's like to be in a local weather commercial i didn't think it was appropriate to send the one where we wondered what wario's cum tastes like <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So I sent one of the other ones where we wonder what Wario's cum tastes like. Good call. Good it's call. It's come up more than a few times. So mm-hmm. I believe that the one, the first hey, time. Very tasteful, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Wario's cum? Yeah, I think <laughs> <Yes>. so. <laughs> you see how much pineapple this dude eats. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome if one of the things about Wario is, is just like when you see his little guy dancing around waiting for you to choose him in Mario Kart or whatever. Oh, yeah. He's just fucking got a pineapple in his hand. He's Scarfing just taking a down. fat bite out of it. Wow. I'm going to eat around the other stuff in the fruit salad. <laughs> it's to alter my cum. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I did, it's to alter my cum. I truly like I didn't um I didn't I didn't put myself put my name in a hat or or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm in, I I hate entering awards because I'll tell you why. I don't know if you guys have ever entered yourself for an award for anything, but I once got invi- I once got an email from the people at the at the Peabody Awards, mm. which is like a very prestigious media awards thing. Right. And they now, said- Now, is that where they, they pick a boy and take him back in time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they find You find a boy and you take him throughout time and you teach him stuff? <laughs> That's to the Back to the Future Awards. Okay. <laughs> um, I- uh, I I got so I got this email from Mr. The people, Peabody. Did you know what I was doing? I knew I did know okay. what you were talking. Yes, from Bullwinkle. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I've for some reason seen the 3D animated movie version. So, oh yeah, how is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that bad. Honestly. Oh yeah, I yeah. loved those cartoons as a kid. I was I yeah. was a, I was a big Bullwinkle head. Yeah, because it's really funny. I mean, it is really funny. Yeah, yeah. really uh, really had good gags. Yeah. Great gags, Bullwinkle. Fractured so, fairy tales, Dudley Do Right. I mean, come on. These guys are some of the best. Some of the best. Legends. We have no choice but to stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I got an email. This is maybe like 10 years ago. I don't know. I got an email that said, We're from the Peabody Awards. Um, Please we're send opening- routing number. Yeah. We're. <laughs> we're- <laughs> 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 Mr. Peabody is a Nigerian prince. <laughs> we we're opening the awards to podcasts. We would like for you to apply for the Peabody Awards. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. This is the best award you can win. And they would not have sent me this email if I didn't have it in the bag, right? Like, and Applying for the Peabody Awards is like applying for college. Like you have to, not only do you have to send them like $400 or something. Oh boy. You also have to write an essay, like put together a portfolio, like all these different steps. Recommendation letter from your AP US history teacher. (laughs) Like it was when, it was when Bullseye was still called The Sound of Young America, I think. And it was just being produced by uh, me and our, our friends, Nick and Julia. And Nick didn't even work for him. He was just freelancing. So Julia was working on the show three days a week or something. We had to take a week off to work on this packet. But I'm like, but this is going to be worth it when these public radio fucks see my Peabody Award, you know? 
And like I said, it costs like $500 to apply for this thing. We sent it in, and that was the last I ever heard of the Peabody Awards. And <laughs> I have felt bad about it ever since. Just you're down, the, yeah, you're down 500. I'm yeah. down 500. And you don't like it, would be one thing if I had gotten a note that said, Thanks for applying for the Peabody Awards. Maybe right. next year. We're going in another direction. I yeah. mean, the really fucked up thing is your father won a Peabody, and like that used to mean something to those people, Thank you know? You. <laughs> yeah. You were a legacy. You should have gotten it. I know. I was a legacy. I should have gotten a Peabody. Ben, what's the highest honor you've ever received? Uh, I have a a Webby Award for my work on the Engadget show, and I think we got the 2013 Webby for like best video web series, mostly because we could just put something up on Engadget.com that got everybody to go there and and click the vote button. <laughs> like it was, yeah. I it was hate to say a it, matter but of, of wielding the audience that already existed for the website. Um, so that's how, I, that's how we got a Webby for judge John Hodgman. Yeah. It's um. Well, I'm I sitting mean, here it, with two Webby winners. Matt, yeah. do you have a Webby? No, I don't. But uh, you know what award I do have? What? What's I that? have a, an award uh, from the society of professional journalists. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Did you steal it? <laughs> <I'm a journalist? laughs> yeah. Why? Well, they leave their van unlocked. <laughs> uh, it was uh, because uh, I worked at uh, Al Jazeera Plus, and they they submitted oh. uh, one of our videos to it, and and we we won one. So um, I'm pretty important, guys. I just want to yeah, say, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's Why don't the you thing. guys have these things in the frame? Jesse, yeah. I don't see the Webby. Ben, I don't see... Where's your fucking journalist award, Matt? You have that in the Zoom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ben's got the Webby. You have a, you've impaled a Pee Wee Herman doll upon it? Yeah, I use it to keep my Pee Wee Herman up. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what a Webby is good for. It's heavier than it looks. Keeping the um, old Pee Wee up. Yeah, um, I'll just... I'll leave it right Don't here. drink too much. You'll be fine. Um... Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the other award I have is in college I submitted a screenplay that I'd written for uh, class, like a short uh, comedic screenplay to a competition that was like, if you win this competition, we will produce your film and then you'll be like, you'll be a writer that has produced work, uh -huh. which was a big deal uh, at the time. I don't know. I don't know if it still is. I don't know if that matters in the writing world these days, but it was very exciting because I won the competition <laughs> and they they sent me like money and like a bunch of stuff. Like I think they sent me 500 bucks, but then they never made m the movie. And like every wow. couple of years I used to like send them an email and be like, "Hey, are you guys still planning on doing it?" And they right. were like, "Yes. Yeah, we're working on it." <laughs> and uh Who and they ran this award. Was this a Nigerian prince of some kind? <laughs> No, they made the other movies. Like they kept running. They they did it annually. They made all of the other ones. They just left mine out. I don't they made the ones to... after yours too. Yes, right. it was it was so galling. <laughs> That's a real kick in the nuts. Yeah, but yours was like a yours was like a Star Wars sequel though, right? So maybe um, like a little unwieldy to make. Maybe like there were some yeah, rights issues. There was well, the main character was Charlie Kaufman, who wrote like adaptation and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think maybe they were worried about either 
you know, getting a no if they approached him about appearing it or getting sued if they didn't and just I get that. releasing something with his name. I mean, they, they probably had good reason. I don't <sighs> fucking know. suits, man. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking suits. Jordan, what's the last award you won? Oh gosh, I don't know that I've won an award recently. I've been I've been nominated for some awards. I was nominated. Now I see your Webby, and I raise you a streamy nomination. <laughs> oh, that's for most prolific urinator. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I record my urinations and put them up on Reddit. One year, never yellow. <laughs> a streamy award is the first step to getting a Swigot, which is streamy, webby, Emmy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Grammy, Oscar. <laughs> uh, I was nominated for the streamy for a really, really bad um, YouTube series that I hope uh, is has been taken down and no one ever sees. <laughs> That's how uh, the internet works. <laughs> I think it had the uh, yes, <laughs> internet hard to find stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, and I think it was it it made the streamies just based on the fact that it had a like popular YouTube personality at the center um so yeah so i think it that's why I, but i did get to go to the streamies and vanilla ice performed <laughs> how oh, far down the list of people who say no and you had they had to cross the, their name off of a big whiteboard until you get to vanilla ice do you think Boy, that's a great question especially something that is like aimed at Young, because like who watches YouTube? It's like it's teenagers, right? I mean, maybe that's changed now, but I think certainly at the time, like teenagers yeah. and magnet fishing enthusiasts. Sure, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe there's a lot more QAnon moms on there these days, or something. But yeah, did, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The booking the... of Vanilla Ice was definitely a weird one, um, and I think uh, that was his most prestigious gig recently until this year when he played the Mar-a-Lago New Year's party. Yeah, and he had <laughs> a Ninja Turtle with him. Oh, he did, right, yeah. <laughs> did, did he have the Ninja Turtle at the streamies, or could they not afford the, the tack on? Oh, I don't remember. I will say by the time Vanilla Ice performed, I was drunk. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I think I showed up to that drunk. <laughs> um, uh, but I do remember like him. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Mar-a-Lago New Year's party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're stone cold sober at that. Oh yeah. You wanna just you wanna be there to take it all in. You don't wanna miss anything. Well so, and yeah. the big band is famously a teetotaler, so you wouldn't wanna like I mean that'd be exactly. embarrassing to be drunk. Right, exactly. If and you know, me and the me and the big man we're gonna we're gonna chop it up and mm-hmm. I want him yeah. to smell alcohol in my breath. Oh boy. Oh, come um on. I want him to think I'm a class act. Um so yeah, so vanilla ice I remember he, he he didn't just do one song. He did a little mini set. Dude opens with Ice Ice Baby. I'm like, well, where do you go from here? This is a mistake. No, you do a couple deeper cuts, and then you close with the ninja rap, and everybody has a really great time. Oh. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that Vanilla Ice mm-hmm. tours with a Ninja Turtle? Or do you think he checks an extra bag with the Ninja Turtle suit in it, and then right. there's a local hire on the other end. Uh. <laughs> I I mean, I think you could probably get a new Ninja Turtle suit in each town you're going to, right? There's a spirit Halloween everywhere these days, right? So do you think that he's just... When you say that he performs with a Ninja Turtle, you mean just like the kind with like a plastic mask and a 
vinyl smock. The one in the Mar-a-Lago video looked really good. It looked like the ones in the movies from, you know, like the, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the motion picture kind of era. I think they smuggled that out of the Henson Creature Workshop. <laughs> yeah, like it looked like it might even have like animatronic stuff in the face. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch the video for that long, um, mostly because I was there in person and I didn't need to watch <laughs> right. the video. Yeah, I'm like, put your phone down. Live in the Live world. In the moment. <laughs> There's a Ninja Turtle here. This isn't yeah. content. There's a Ninja We're... Turtle here. There's a secret room in one of the bedrooms with a bunch of banker's boxes in it. You're not going to notice that if you're just looking at your phone the whole time. We're at the golf club where the president lives. Uh, it looked, I mean, I, yeah, upon a cursory glance, it looked more impressive than what you buy at the Halloween store. But yeah, like, do, does Vanilla Ice own that, or does he, like, hire a guy that owns it? It's like, just Jesse Waters in there. <laughs> and, like, the the rest of the time, he's down at the Grauman's Chinese Theater trying to hustle. <laughs> five trying to bucks get five for bucks photos. from the tourist to take a photo. <laughs> yeah, do you think it's possible that Vanilla Ice impersonator is a better paying job than Vanilla Ice? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems less toxic, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Who would um, you be most excited if you had a vanilla ice-sized budget mm-hmm. to book entertainment at your president's golf club? Oh, interesting. Whether that may be Jimmy Carter's golf club, <laughs> Franklin <laughs> Roosevelt's- All presidents have golf yeah. clubs. Yeah. Uh, what, or even- Hubert H. Humphreys Golf Club, a vice presidential golf club. What uh, a Walter Mondale Golf Club, whatever it may be. <laughs> Who are you booking for that slot? Do you Could, think... You can't afford Hammer. Just so you know, you can't afford Hammer. Okay. <laughs> the it's shit hammer is way more, too hammer's, good. Hammer's more hammer costs supplies. way more and is way better. Hammer had a lot of hits, right? Like, Hammer had hammer more had hits than you had a number remember. of hits, and he's fucking actually pretty good. Had a cartoon, too, where he had magic shoes. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> Magic talking shoes. Yeah. I think you can get just like had a cartoon when we were kids. Could you get like Warren G for vanilla ice money, or is Warren G too big? No, I bet you could get Warren G. I, like you can't get obviously Nate Dogg has passed away, but like you're not going to get even if when he was alive you couldn't afford to get him. Right. But but I think you could get Warren G, and I think that is the lane that we're in. I don't think you could afford. All of the bone thugs, but you could get a bone thug, right? <laughs> How many bone thugs crazy. are there? Well, you got crazy there's bone. Five. Five. There's five bone thugs. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, crazy bone, lazy bone, busy bone, flesh and bone, and wish bone. Did you have that just off the top of the dome, or did you I'm Google that really the, fast? No, I'm the world's foremost uh, bone thugs in harmony, one man acoustic cover band. Oh, uh, or at least I was. Uh, How much? But- how much uh, would it cost s- to get you to play Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, a pretty, a pretty penny. It's a lot you of words, Jordan. It's a lot of words to remember. 
Right. What's um, the most prestigious award you've received for performing a cappella Bone Thugs stuff? Uh, I got to shake uh, Flesh and Bone's hand. He came and watched me perform. <laughs> yeah. I did a private show for Flesh and Bone. Wow. Yeah. Wait, like a house concert for him? It was at a weed club uh, in <laughs> San Jose. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> well, that's where Flesh and Bone lives. Yeah, right. You know, he was in <laughs> that's town. That's the Mar-a-Lago of the Bone Thugs. <laughs> he was in town uh, for, for one night, and uh, I had just done stand-up at this very same weed club, and I got a call from the owner, and uh, he said, um, Flesh and Bone is here. And uh, we played him a, your video of you doing Bone Thugs, and he wants you to perform. And I said, I, I don't have a car. And he said, you better uh -huh. get a car if you want to make a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he meant mine. And yeah. I, I performed for him. And then we dropped him off in a party bus uh, at the La Quinta Inn that he was staying in. Yeah, La Quinta is a solid. That's going to be a solid. It was a nice oh, La Quinta. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. It might smell a little bit like disinfectant is my experience. Yeah, but yeah. you'd rather it smell it like that, and as opposed to not like that. You, you want to know, know it's exactly. Disinfected. Yeah, and you and you can have a dog there. Yeah, they're they're dog friendly. The uh, I didn't this. know that. I want to point out, I no longer uh, do Bone Thugs and Harmonies covers. Uh, it was at a it was a rough time in my life, and mm -hmm. uh, so I I have since grown up, uh, and I I don't do the Bone Thugs anymore. But I still very much respect them. Did did now, you stop because he asked you to stop online, singing Bone Thugs? Uh, don't share it and just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. That web series I worked for, don't share that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Matt's Bone Thugs, don't yeah. share that. Just a yep. lot of stuff to not share our or look for. Our past is our past. I will say I am 14 years sober now. We're different Matt. men. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you said the Bone Thugs, Crazy Bone. Lazy Bone. Lazy Bone. Flesh and Bone. Flesh and Bone. Busy Bone. Busy wish, Bone. Wish Bone. Wishbone is a dog that travels through tales of classic literature. Mm. That's it's... why he had to be at the La Quinta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Fuck, Mary, kill. Wishbone, <laughs> Mr. Peabody. <No>. Or Beethoven. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, answer Jesse, go. Answer the question. No, let's not answer it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I'm looking at the calendar, and we're only maybe six weeks out from the Max Fun Drive. So if you're not already a member of Maximum Fun, get ready to join at MaximumFun.org slash join. That's how we keep the lights on here at Maximum Fun. That's how Matt's baby gets little baby food. You know, you, think, you can't just feed babies regular food. You got to crush it up into a sort of paste. I had no idea. So, so Matt that's... uses the money that people give when they go to MaximumFun.org slash join to buy some sort of crushing device? Uh, no, he buy, he just buys the he just buys the paste. So you go and they got an extruder there at the oh. store. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to tell Matt how to parent his kid, but right. it seems like you could maybe save money by ba buying your own crusher and just doing home crushing, right? I mean, so Jordan, I don't know. I don't know. Jordan, gotta... Jordan. What do you think he is, a fucking pigeon? You think he's a mommy pigeon crushing the... What do you think he is, a, a mommy wolf 
crushing the food for the baby at home? No, we're people. We have the dignity to go to a store where there's an extruder. Okay. (laughs) I would like you to tell me how to parent, though, because no one has. Oh, uh, I think just like, you know, love the kid and realize that you're going to make some mistakes, but you're doing your best and it's all anyone can do. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Thank you. Jordan, you would make a great parent. Thank you. Have you ever thought about becoming a dad? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, first I got to get a home crusher. <laughs> right. And then I got to get a son I'm working on. <laughs> okay, great. I got to do that. We're also supported this week by the good folks over there at Stitch Fix. It's wintertime, Jordan. It's cold and raining here in Los Angeles, and I bet there are people... You know, you know. have you ever had this experience where you go out in Los Angeles and it's raining and it's just like people holding a sweatshirt over their head <laughs> or, or they're like, they're wearing Ugg boots or, you know what I'm talking about? Like they're just, they're just wearing a, a garbage bag as a raincoat. People who haven't been to stitchfix.com slash JJ go yeah. gotten their new winter wardrobe sent to them. Exactly. These people don't have any winter clothes. You tell your you tell your Stitch Fix stylist, I'm looking for winter clothes. Say, I live in Southern California and I forgot that you're supposed to have clothes for when it rains outside. Your Stitch Fix stylist is going to learn about your taste. They're going to collaborate with you to find looks that you love. Extra small to triple extra L. Triple extra L is what it's called, right? Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Extra small to triple XL inclusive jordan every everywhere in between uh they've got over a thousand brands and styles and do the work of choosing the best options for you i use stitch fix and i always love the stuff they send me and uh if for some reason something doesn't fit quite right or if it's not for me or something that i already got uh, they've got an easy prepaid envelope you just stick the stuff you're not keeping in there send it back at the old usps easy peasy you keep the stuff you like you send back the stuff you don't Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, by the way, Jumbotron's been relatively quiet lately, but if you if you got news to share or you want to give somebody your best witches or, or you want to... Uh, plug something and you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, we make it very affordable at MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Jordan, you got an Archie thing coming up? Yeah, Jesse, uh, I've got a new story and an issue of Archie Comics, Chilling Adventures. That's the horror line for uh, the gang over there at Archie Comics. If you love Archie Jughead, Betty Veronica, and the whole gang, but you want to see their heads get chopped off, Chilling Adventures is the comic line for you. Uh, Our new one's called Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors, Fresh Meat. Uh, Three more spooky stories set in the Riverdale Diner. If you're a regular comics person, I know we have a few of those in our audience. Have your local comics people throw it on your pull list. Uh, but if you're not, if you're not someone who has a who has a local shop they patronize, uh, you can get the book on the Archie Comics website. I'm going to have our boy Matt Lieb throw it in the description of this episode so you can pre-order it there and it'll come right to your house as soon as it's available. Uh, I was talking about these things uh, a couple weeks ago on the show. Not only do these issues sell out, but they get slabbed up and put on eBay. So this is an investment, yeah. people. Four ninety nine. 
It'll get shipped right to you, and in a couple years, it'll pay for your kid's college. I'd recommend buy three. Oh, yeah. One, one to read, one to slab, one for emergencies. There you go. Yeah, if you can use it, you can use it to make a tourniquet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Benjamin R. Harrison, flash flood alert enjoyer. Yeah, love a good flash flood alert. Nothing could be more terrifying than the awful noise your phone makes <laughs> to say, you live in Los Angeles, it's dangerous for you to drive when it's raining outside. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> fucking Keep LA dipshit. Do you think do you think bare naked ladies show up for the same price as vanilla ice? Ooh. There's no. a lot of bare nakes. Right? I think they got like a cruise, don't they? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think yeah. also bare naked ladies, they got that CanCon money. Yeah. If you want to book a Canadian at the oh, vanilla right, ice yeah. price, you got to book Snow. Yeah, Snow's probably the answer. Yeah. Or Remy Shand. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Another There's a white Canadian, Canadian <laughs> neo-soul singer. Oh. Yeah. Cardinal official? He's probably a pretty. I don't think affordable. you can afford Cardinal Official. Oh, really? If you want somebody to come kick that Cardi slang, you can't afford it. Uh, the guy that used to host Q probably comes pretty cheap these days. <laughs> oh, man, I bet he does <laughs> on account of being a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Needing a job. Okay. Uh, we'll have momentous occasions in just a moment, but I, I have a, a second instance here of um, uh, I read it on social media, which is this new signature segment that we have here. I, I like read it. it on social media. If you Jesse? read something on social media, send it to us at jjgo at maximumfund.org. Je- Jesse? Yeah. Great branding. Thank you. This is from r slash ask Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. My building manager has banned me from moving my instrument in the elevator of my building. Do I have any recourse? That's the subject line. Now, I'm not a lawyer. Are you a lawyer, Jordan? Not anymore. Ben, are you a lawyer? <laughs> no, no, I've, uh, I have not passed the bar. Great. So, but I know we... a little bit. Uh, <laughs> wait. Oh, man. I was hoping to illegally search your shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see how smart I am when the canine comes. Okay. Uh, you talking about Wishbone? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's the body of this one I'm a harpist. And I moved into my building almost four years ago explicitly for the elevator to make it simple to transport my instrument for gigs. I wanted to live in the elevator. (laughs) It seemed like a nice room. I enjoy pushing buttons. I don't like too much space. Over the years, the elevator breaks down every now and then, with the longest stint being the last month where it hasn't worked at all with no updates on when repairs are happening. The residents are at our last straw. I got an aggressive phone call from my building manager, blaming me for the elevator being broken, and that I'm not allowed to move my harp in it anymore. I've only moved it maybe less than 10 times throughout these years. 
I was planning on going full freelance this year, so this is a significant problem. My harp weighs 83 pounds too, so it's highly unlikely it's me, yet she won't hear reason. If I don't have the elevator, I'm forced to carry my harp down flights of stairs to get to the street, which is a risk to my instrument, and I will require help any time I gig, which is ridiculous. When I responded to her comments, she just said, if you don't like it, move out, and hung up on me. Is this illegal? Do I have options? This is significantly distressing. First of all, where are their harp gigs in L.A.? <laughs> I Let well, me know. She, she or she is going full-time freelance. Yeah, I mean, just really give this harp, harp thing a go. You only get one ride on this crazy blue marble. Uh-huh. In the heart of the entertainment industry, every time somebody has a flashback, this lady could potentially be getting <laughs> that bad. Right. You know? <laughs> I think this the real thing here, Jordan, is if you go to harp college, mm-hmm. they they fucking pound it into your head over and over and over and over. You only get one ride on this blue marble. Right. So get as many harp gigs as you can, because once this thing is done, everybody knows how to play the fucking harp. It's not a valuable right. skill anymore. <laughs> because <Yeah>. of angels <laughs> mm-hmm. is why, Jordan. Those dudes love fucking plucking those harps. Flapping and plucking. That's what they do all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that angels... Do you think that angels ever go to the subreddit r slash no flap? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it makes me more focused when I'm not flapping. <laughs> I get more done. I'm brewing yeah, my are, own beer. I can arpeggiate faster. Yeah. On this I'm singing, harp. I'm singing more praises unto the Lord. <laughs> for I am more focused when I am not flapping. Man, if I was an angel, all I'd do is be flapping wings and plucking strings. Hell yeah, baby. (laughs) Jamming with Hendrix. (laughs) Man, can you imagine if your landlord called you up and said that it was your fault the elevator was broken because of your fucking harp? Because of your fucking harp. You fucking harp people are all the fucking same. Pluck, 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 flap, flap, (laughs) flap. I know what you're doing. Look at my beautiful elevator. My beautiful hand motions. Yeah. <laughs> look how I move my hands. Anytime a friend of mine has considered like investing in real estate, I always warn them, like, you know, you don't really want to become a landlord. It seems like you know, easy money, but it's a right. job. Like you don't realize how many harpists are out there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, they used to Harpo Marx used to think that he couldn't get an apartment because he was Jewish. Mm. But but actually. Right. Anyway, Any I just good responses? Uh just people with, you know, like uh you know, uh legal resources. Okay. <laughs> well, that's helpful. <laughs> I would love it if there was a if there was a Harpist's legal defense fund. <laughs> <laughs> You've been have you been injured by a bassoonist? <laughs> right. uh, I feel like I on like the first answer on a Reddit question is always the least helpful, fucking shittiest comment you can make. I remember I am a I subscribe to the Pasadena subreddit, um, oh, which is nice. generally very nice. It's generally very nice. It's like a, a pretty wholesome place. No like weird. Why are there guys in hoodies walking around after midnight? There's like none of that. Do they, um, Do you ever share the latest from the Pasadena Public Library's IG? 
Oh, I should. <laughs> For yes, Pasadena Public Library, great IG, fucking amazing memes. The memes off are off the hook. Um, I recommend it. It's a great follow, even if you don't live in the area. Um, but yeah, I should. I should start sharing the memes there. But um, yeah, it's a lot of like you know, like restaurant recommendation stuff, which I love. I there was this um, just very nice, clear, short post that says like. I'm cr- I just moved to the area and I'm crazy about Chinese food. Where can you get good Chinese food in the Pasadena area? <laughs> and the first comment is, uh, uh, depends on what region of China you mean. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't, I don't know the race of the person commenting, but right. it has big white person who studied abroad energy <laughs> yeah that's very fair <laughs> i also like the uh i also like the r slash punk subreddit generally pretty nice place like uh some like weird Nazis. bullshit not really like uh, yeah me maybe like there's some like weird anti-vax people will pop up and uh, which i'm sure there's a little overlap with they get shouted down pretty quick um, but they that feels up. like more of a Jello Biafra crowd to me. The anti-vax yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of that in punk rock. Um, but you know, generally pretty nice place. R slash punk. But there's this one one very just nice question. Someone's like, um, I was born and raised in L.A. and I think we've got some of the best punk bands in the world. What are you, some of your favorite bands from the L.A. area? First comment depends on what you mean by L.A. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like yeah. <laughs> the county. Uh, <laughs> if you got some Ventura bands you like, that might count. Yeah. <laughs> this one's from prob- fucking Fullerton, you Oxnard's asshole. Oxnard's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Just You're counting weird. the Nard seriously? Come yeah. on, Jordan. I mean, you know, okay. Nard Nardcore is its own thing. I know to gr- to lump it in with LA bands is probably doing it a disservice. I'm sorry. You, you think, know what? Look, I'm the. Do asshole. you think? I'm the. Do asshole. you think? Do you think Mike Watt wants Pedro lumped in with the city of Los Angeles? <laughs> I do think that fight was literally in that thread. <laughs> I think <laughs> literally a Minutemen San Pedro thing. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, give us a call at 206-984-4FUN or send us an email at jjgo at org. Here's someone to whom something momentous has happened. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, guest who I'm going to guess is Virginia Jones. Uh, calling in for this Close. is Connor from San Diego calling in with a momentous occasion. I was in the parking lot of the post office mailing off some holiday gifts the other day, and I saw somebody driving what looked like a Model T or some other Mr. Burns style car. And when they honked the horn at a pedestrian that was walking in front of the car, the horn for it was definitely the stereotypical horn that you would imagine a car like that. And it definitely made an auga noise and i thought it was really awesome to see somebody try to experience road rage and try to like angrily honk at somebody crossing the street while making a cartoonish horn noise at them over and over again anyway i love the show love you guys happy new year (laughs) i feel like if someone if i was crossing in front of a model t ford and it honked at me. It would take no other 
input or evidence for me to turn to that Model T Ford and say, fuck you, Jay Leno. (laughs) (laughs) What you did to Conan was disgraceful. (laughs) Yes, I'm still mad about it. (laughs) It's the worst thing that's happened in my lifetime. (laughs) Uh but this this was too far afield for Leno, right? He wouldn't he wouldn't have one of his cars up in uh did the guy say San Jose? San Diego. San Diego. Oh, San Diego. No, I think you I think Leno probably gets down there to San Diego. Yeah. yeah. I think so Leno like, Leno wants to go take uh, that that tour of the aircraft carrier, you know? Mhm. Mm, yeah. Or that submarine from the Russian military st- the you know, nuclear standoff that they got there. Oh yeah. He's crazy about that shit. Or he's going to Comic-Con because he wants to see the Alias panel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guy fucking loves Alias. Dude, it's crazy about Alias. Guy loves that. Uh, what's this show? Uh, what's the show that's like a, it's like an hour-long show, but it's about fairy tales? Oh, uh, Once Upon a Time, maybe? Yeah, that's what Leno's into. Sure. <laughs> he watches it with his wife. Mm-hmm. Leno, big, uh, big Sequest guy. Stargate mm. SG-1. These are all Jay Leno's favorite shows. I read the late Hour-long shift. genre programming. I So I interviewed Jay Leno once on Bullseye, and he, oh. he is- Oh, I kind of sounded like Jay Leno when I said, oh. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be more genial or more opaque, I would say, just as you would expect. Like, he really was a pleasant experience talking to him. I could not get him to answer anything. But the thing that I think of most when I think of Leno is, you know, I read that book, The Late Shift. Remember Mm -hmm. that book about Leno, about Leno and Letterman? And there's just this part in there that Leno's wife, her greatest passion is travel. But Leno wants to do stand-up gigs, so he doesn't go. <laughs> like I mean, she just travels that's... the world all year long, and he just goes Jay to Leno. Albuquerque the Magic Club <laughs> to, to headline the Albuquerque Civic Center or whatever. Wait, is it possible that she's the one spending his NBC money? Yeah, he never touches probably. it. He, he never, never touches, touches it, but she's she traveling the world with it. Yeah, she wants she to go to Mallorca. <laughs> she puts it in a duffel bag and brings it to Ibiza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's gives the it to secret. a beautiful Spanish I DJ. I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't. I'm not a married guy. Y'all are all married guys, but maybe yeah. that's the secret. You have, you know, you have separate interests, and you, you know. One he is heading down to Hermosa Beach every weekend to, you know, make the people laugh. And the other ones, you know, going to see, going to see, uh, you know, a place where you can do some zip lining. Mm-hmm. I, my wife kills. And then Hermosa. you, and then you come together and then you come together at the end and you can Rachel absolutely weekends. fucking, you know, Rachel destroys at the ice house in Pasadena too. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah. Rachel is just a straight up master of her craft. When the shoes are thing, she can open for anyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And she can work is she clean. Gaffigan, she... like Gaffigan's. If she has to open for Gaffigan, she's got clean stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's got stuff about food fits in perfectly. But 
you know, she can also go a little wild when she has to open for Cat Williams. Yeah, it's- she's got transphobic stuff if she wants to open <laughs> for Dave Chappelle. <laughs> sure. But it's like kind of a double-edged thing because you know when she does a late night spot you know like it's it's really hard to compact her the scope of her talent into five four and a half minutes you know ben she's she's with uh laurie kilmartin this week at rooster tea feathers in sunnyvale right yeah she's opening and middling oh both Mm. yeah so she, she, yeah. does she introduce herself or yeah she comes out does you know and then you know brings on the next act Goes backstage, changes jackets, comes back out, works super blue to get everybody <laughs> ready for what Laurie right. Kilmartin's about to do. Right. Uh, That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. You know, the more I think about it, I think you I think you're right about this thing about marriages, Jordan. Because Ben and I are both very happily married. Mm-hmm. I know in my case, my wife goes on a ton of business trips. She's always going on business trips, and right. she's a she's a stay at home mother. And now that I think but about it, there's a lot it, of like conferences or you know what are these? She always trips just to? says business trips. Okay, yeah. and so you don't, always says I'm going on a business trip. You don't ask her more about it, or well, you, know, you don't talk about it when she gets back. Like what? Boss happened babes or... don't tell their husbands stuff like that, Jordan. Like when when you're married to a boss babe, you don't get to <laughs> ask those kinds of. Yeah, I mean, uh, I just, I just I gotta find checks, a boss, Jordan. babe. <laughs> Wait, I mean, a boss baby, my copy of Boss Baby on DVD. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you don't have it on Blu-ray, Jordan? You don't got the can't, 4K? I can't afford it. <laughs> ben and I have the Steelbook. Uh, of boss Baby. I just got the I just got the used one at the Friends of the Library sale. It's two bucks, but I can watch Boss Baby whenever I want. When something romantic happens to you, give us a call. Oh, have we still uh, not done that? <laughs> oh, no, wait, we did. We did. I'm just giving out the, the phone number again, okay. 206-984-4FUN, or send us a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. And look, if you read it on social media- I love it. Share <laughs> it with us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Right? That's our email address. Matt will see it. Fucking great share it with us. Great branding. I'll, do a, I'll read it out loud on the show, and I'll credit you. Also- just want to uh, I, I want to take one more run at this because I called this in 15 years ago on the show and yeah. I thought it was going to be great. I called yeah. in this idea of like call in ideas for pranks that you can play on your roommates, mm-hmm. and nobody ever called in with anything. So I'm I'm still feeling a little bit disappointed in that. Uh, if people could call in with ideas for pranks, um, okay. If if you have a prank idea. <laughs> Give us a call, 206-9844-FUN, or send us an email at jjgo. Don't do the prank. It's just ideas for pranks. We don't want to get involved in the liability. So if you have an idea for a prank, what would be a cool prank? Like if you wanted to prank a dentist, for example. Give us a call, jjgo at maximumfun.org, 206-9844-FUN. And of course, if you haven't overheard, call Stop Podcasting Yourself. (laughs) I have a prank you can play on a dentist. What's that? You put a sign on his back and it says, like, you know, like a kick me sign. Mm-hmm. But it says, uh, I think it's okay to eat taffy. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what about this, Jordan? You uh, uh, make an appointment mm-hmm. in the morning, you know, like 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever. And then you show up literally hours later and uh, they're like, well, where, where were you? And you're like, well, I'm, I'm here. It's two thirty. 
Solid. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is why you'll never have a boss babe, Jordan. <laughs> I'll never I'll never get a boss babe. I'll never get into the podcasting hall of fame. They probably listened to an episode and they're like, okay, we're gonna take one of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the one that the one that throws the hottest heat, yeah. he's the one that gets that's getting the invite to Orlando. Right. He's the, the thing- one that's getting to go on all the dark universe rides for free. Is it so, possible? So you're saying Jordan? Jesse's going to get inducted again next year, and they're still going to leave you out, Jordan? Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that tooth hurty thing? That Did was, you uh, hear it? You I'm were, embarrassed. I didn't you were say on it, the honestly. Zoom. I, Let me ask we're you a both question. On the same Zoom. Yeah. I think that's a reasonable working guess as to what happened. But can yeah. I posit some other another possibility? Hmm. What if they listened to a Jordan Jesse go? <laughs> they thought, well, this is Hall of Fame worthy, right? But then they saw you hosting the pre-show for the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards mm-hmm. with our friend Robin Thede. Right. And they said, well, we're just going to have to give it to Jesse because they saw me hosting the nominating special for the <laughs> Independent Spirit Awards right. yes. on IFC. I said some fucked up shit to the kids from Glee. I'll go ahead and admit it. I, I, I <laughs> thought it was funny. <laughs> Again, I yeah. showed up drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> That's why I gave up my address to someone who hopefully will send me something appropriate and useful, and you didn't. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. Oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You, you borrowed a book from me and never returned it. (gasps) Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Sounds Heap with John Luke Roberts is a real podcast made up of fake podcasts like If you had a cupboard in your lower back, what would you keep in it? So I'm going to say mugs. A little yogurt and a spoon. A small handkerchief that was given to me by my grandmother on her deathbed. Maybe some spare honey? I'd keep batteries in it. I'd pretend to be a toy. If I had a cupboard in my lower back, I'd probably fill it with spines. If you had a cupboard in your lower back, what would you keep in it? Doesn't exist. We made it up for Sound Heap with John Luke Roberts. An award-winning comedy podcast from Maximum Fun, made up of hundreds of stupid podcasts. Listen and subscribe to Sound Heap with John Luke Roberts now. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ben Harrison, I have the same effect on the ladies that eight inches of rain has on Los Angeles. Flash flood warning. Hey. Wow, what a complicated setup. For that. Yeah, th- Worth th- it, though. Worth really it. Really got out over my skis on that. I'm God. sorry. Matt, do you think that was better than the tooth hurty thing? Uh, uh, listen, tooth hurty, first of all, that was the first time I've ever heard that joke. Right. <laughs> Second of all, so, well, it's I a mean, thinker. I probably wrote it. Yeah, no, you definitely wrote it. I mean, no one else has done it. Probably. So I, did, I don't think, I think it was close, though, because I imagined... Uh, women being wet like a flash flood. So that was pretty sick.
Do you mean you imagine women being wet like a flash flood if, when yeah. they heard my tooth hurty thing? Yeah, well, both. I mean, first when Ben said it, and then once Ben said it, I started thinking about tooth hurty, and right. then I was like, I bet that would also get women wet like a flash flood. Yeah, I mean, my guess is that women would be as dry as a parched desert mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. they heard Ben's thing because they had already expended all their moisture because I said my thing earlier. But what if they had like a Gatorade in between the two things? <laughs> they would need to get one of you those. You could have like, a bite IV of my drinks. pineapple. Wow. <laughs> Should we be making t shirts that have a picture of Wario with a whole pineapple? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know that Nintendo is litigious, right? Oh, yeah, they're famously, chill as a famously chill Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> you could say underneath, not the real Wario. <laughs> a parody. <laughs> yeah. Wario would never, we're commenting on Wario. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'd have to think of something to have him do that the real Wario wouldn't do, though. Right. Like eat you know. melon. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. eat a honeydew. <laughs> Yeah, like eat a honeydew. So if he was eating the pineapple and the honeydew, right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we would know that's not the real Wario because mm -hmm. the real Wario would be worried about how the interaction would affect the taste of his semen. Right. Right. Yes. Right. We all know that. Yeah. It's his sauce. Honeydew cancels out mm -hmm. uh, pineapple, unfortunately. Well, ben Harrison, we sure are grateful to you for having taken the time to travel uh, through the pouring rain here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. from your house to the garage building behind your house <laughs> to record this program. Yeah, it was, uh, it was harrowing, but I made it and, uh, I appreciate the invite. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Oh, always nice to see you too, friend. Um, and you're, you're of course welcome at my, at my dad's club. Anytime. Jordan, just so you know, I'm starting a dad's club. We'll talk about that on a future episode of the program. <laughs> um, I Damn. want to give you a chance to get a, get a, uh, to join the club mm. um, with a daughter or mm. some kind of son, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I got to I got to get a son. Yeah. You got you, to, Jordan. You, you doing anything about that? No, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working on it. <laughs> there it is. Ben Harrison, of course, is, as we mentioned, the host of Greatest Trek and The Greatest Generation. Yeah, uh, we're actually over on Greatest Trek right now, uh, doing something that I think uh a certain car enthusiast of the LA area mm. is going to be very interested in, one Jay Leno. A because full we, Tonight Show rewatch? We know <laughs> he, that dude loves Sequest. We know that dude loves right. Stargate SG-1. And on Greatest Trek, we are uh, doing a thing called Pilot Season right now where we're watching the pilots of all these old 90s sci-fi shows Ooh. Uh, because there's no new Star Trek happening right now and we have a lot of time to kill. And uh, so we've actually already watched the, the pilot of Sequest and Babylon 5. And, uh, How, okay, know. so Jordan and I had never seen 90210 before. Oh, yeah. Until we watched the Burt Reynolds episode of 90210 with our friend <laughs> Linda Holmes for our show Stash Rules Everything Around Me. By the way, become a member of Maximum Fun so you can hear that because it was great. 
Um, but we had never seen 90210. Had you watched Babylon 5 and Sequest and stuff? I hadn't. I, w- I really wanted to, but I grew up in a very strict household where I was only allowed one hour of television per day. And and nothing I where really... dolphins talked. Right, yeah. And I could not, I could not not spend that hour on Star Trek The Next Generation. That was just the only thing I really wanted to do with that hour. Right. So... Uh, so yeah, it's like the only show I know anything about, and um, watching watching these pilots has been has been very interesting to see, you know, where some shows succeeded in ways that Star Trek failed, and where some shows, you know, completely stepped on the rake, where Star Trek uh, made made something good. So uh, it's been it's been a ton of fun. I'll tell you this, Ben. We were just at San Francisco Sketch Fest. And I was lucky enough to see my high school buddy, John King. John King, one of the all-time good guys, told me, I got to watch Babylon 5. I said to him, <laughs> I'm gonna fo- I'm gonna, maybe I'll, I'll watch season two of The Mandalorian uh-huh. and see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally bought... I think the first season of Babylon Five because I was trying to buy the first episode of it and <laughs> I like clicked the wrong thing. So uh, if you want to, if you want to take your buddy John up on that recommendation, you can come over and do it at my house. But I probably won't be there for it. One of the all-time good guys, you know, John King. He's a great yeah. guy. Uh, is that the guy I met at the hotel lobby? He seemed nice. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. Yeah, you met my friend John King at the friend in the hotel lobby. You know this guy. It's my friend John from high school. Yeah. High school buddies. Anyway. It's good times. You guys going to do Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? Oh, that's a good pitch. Um, We haven't announced every single thing we're doing, and partly so that we can fiddle with it and add stuff uh, as it comes up. I think I did watch the first episode of Young Indiana Jones when it came out, and... uh, I don't know how that happened, but um, that's a that's a great pitch. That's that's right in the uh, right in the numbers for for the types of shows we're watching. So I'll, I I'll say put it on our watch, our dream on, or list. go home. <laughs> <laughs> that's science fiction. That's my kind of science fiction. Do where or a guy has do horny or... <laughs> dreams about classic television programs. <laughs> do or fo right? Yeah, dream exactly. on or fuck off. Dofo, <laughs> no flap, <laughs> no flap, dofo. <laughs> so this is an angel that doesn't fly but loves dream on. <laughs> yeah, he loves he loves the idea of watching a sitcom, but it's got naughty parts in it. Right. Yes. And it recycles classics from the sure. Warner Brothers vault or whatever it and was. And then your friend at school who has HBO tells you that it has nudity in it when they play it on HBO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the devil just loves it's Gary Shandling's show. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm, or Arliss? Does the devil like Arliss or it's Gary Shandling's <sighs> I show? I think Arliss funnier pull, maybe. Yeah, Arliss. Ballers? Mm. Ballers is good. Ballers is good. <laughs> let's go. Let's sit here for another 20 minutes and talk about what the <laughs> funniest B tier <laughs> HBO show would be to say Taxi the name. Taxi Cab of. Confessions. Taxi Cab Confessions is, oh, you know Satan's loving that, huh? It's showing yeah. human behavior at its most devious. Well, I thought you just meant because he doesn't have a driver's license. Right, he just loves seeing driving. <laughs> no, he just needs a, He loves taxi cabs because it's like one of its best ways to get around. Oh, yeah, sure. 
It means he's not on the bus if he's taking the cab. That's right. It must be so galling for the devil with those little tiny wings to surf around online and see the no flap movement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he works so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking hard with those little tiny wings on his big giant shoulders. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, it's so hard for him just to just to give someone some some heartfelt advice. Sure. He has to work so hard to get up there. Okay. Ooh, Matt Lieb is our producer. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our producer emeritus. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Uh, we're on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, Twitter at Twitter.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. We're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on. Uh, send us your momentous occasions and look... Tell us what you read it on social media. Branding's great. <laughs> branding's good. At JJGo at it's branding. And if you got a dentist prank or for your housemate, Ben's going to want to hear that. So email that to greatestgen. Yeah. At, I don't have a roommate anymore, but uh, you know, I'll figure somebody out to prank. Ben, yeah. you pulled the greatest roommate prank of all time off. You married your wife, Rachel. That's true. <laughs> who was originally your roommate. In her face. <laughs> you just got wed. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you just got wed. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.